welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. If you don't know who Nikki Clark is, uh, I don't know what rock you have potentially been living under because you should be following her on social media. The overall idea today is to talk about the lessons that Nikki has, Nikki has learned with her wonderful career, which we're going to get into in a minute, but most importantly, that her success online and why she is one of the most influential people on LinkedIn and financial services right now is because she gives everything away. And I know some of you are like, not going to listen to this episode. No, you really need to listen to this to the end because part of the influence continuum, part of really truly becoming the influencer you want to be in financial services is a level of vulnerability, transparency, and generosity. We're going to talk about all those today. So Nikki, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited. I, I am too. I, I love, I love your stuff. Uh, you know, you post something. So let's put this into context really quick. And then we're going to have you tell your history. So you post something on LinkedIn, you get thousands of impressions, hundreds of comments, and hundreds of likes every time you post. And we're going to unpack why that happens, how that happens. And it's not just by default, it's actually by some design. But let's talk about you very quickly. So how did you get to where you are today? So your uh, official title is Product Marketing Manager at FMG which I don't really understand what that means. So you have to unpack that. Um, but let's talk about Nikki's story. So how did you get to where you are right now at FMG? Yeah. So I spent a large portion of my life in retail and that is a completely different machine. Um, and met my husband in retail also. And then we found out we were pregnant, which was a huge blessing because I should not you know, my history, I'm not supposed to. So she's a huge, huge blessing and um, was working about 60 hours a week, not being part of my daughter's life. And it was miserable. I was coming home. I was exhausted. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to miss her life. And so my husband and I, you know, decided let's take a step back and see what needs to happen. So for a couple of years, I did work from home and um, loved that immensely. And this is way before COVID, right? So it was like, oh my gosh, what's working from home? And started to really get into social media marketing. I was working for a private company at the time. And then daughter got a little bit older and I was like, okay, I'm ready to get out there. Like, let, let's do something. And I knew I didn't want to be in retail. Like that wasn't going to work. And I met with a recruiter and because of my experience of in retail, I was personable, apparently, I guess. And I landed a job with an incredible firm in Dallas. And it was a financial firm. Me, knowing nothing about finances. I got to tell you right away, horrible with finances. Um, not growing up, I was always, always really good. But like, I didn't know what a Roth, what, what's a Roth, right? <laughs> no clue. And the first day I got there, I got situated and immediately started reading Wall Street Journal, Financial Times, Invest advisorpedia, all of that got completely immersed. 
the company hired me to be a receptionist. Over time though, my marketing, I have a minor in marketing, been in marketing since 2001. The marketing came out, it always does, that's my passion. I was able to combine finances, money and spreadsheets, which is exciting, and my creative side into a beautiful role. Then fast forward, husband and I and daughter, Dallas isn't fitting for us anymore. It's Dallas, you like it or you don't. We picked up and moved in the midst of COVID, like we had decided to do all of this and then COVID hit and we're like, we're still going forward. Uh, really felt God's hand in, in all of that. We now are, we went from a population of our neighborhood in Dallas of about 3 million to now our population in our little neighborhoods about 3,000. So it's a considerable difference. But started working, found a job out here in East Tennessee, wasn't really a good fit, great people, just wasn't a good fit, not what I wanted to do. But while at that job, I was taking a webinar and the one and brilliant only Samantha Russell was leading that webinar, right? And I was like, I like her, I like what she's doing and I wanna be a part of that. And then here I am. So it's been, a, it's been a long journey, but I'm telling you, being able to combine my marketing with finance, I can't think of anything. If I could find a way to fit like dog photography in there, that'd be great. I'd be, it'd be perfect. You're going to, you're going to create an entirely new niche, right? There. <laughs> Fantastic. You're, you're diminishing something that I, I can't allow you to do, uh, which is so 20 over 10 in Samantha Russell and now who you work for FMG, they wouldn't have just hired you because you wanted to work with, right? You have a substantial amount of social proof saying that you really do know what you're talking about. So I, I just had to highlight that. You don't have to respond to that. That's fine. I'm just going to do it for you. Um, but I want to highlight something there because one of the neat things about what we're talking about here with influence and with making sure that you are uh, sharing everything is a level of humility. And uh, Nikki, so Kirk and I, Kirk, my business partner, and I uh, were talking this morning. And we were talking about the phases of, of what has grown at Proudmouth. And he said, you know, Matt, let's put Proudmouth aside. He said, let's, let's talk about your first epiphany. And my first epiphany in working with Kirk was I had to give everything away. And I'll tell you, I fought it. I fought it hard because I was this, you know, premier coach and I had my secret sauce and Kirk just kept saying, no, you got no secret sauce, dude. Everybody knows what you do. The minute I started giving everything away, now, you're giving everything away in a very specific structure, which financial advisors live in a structure much like you do. You work for a company. There are certain things that are kind of not necessarily off limits, but you know how to work within FMG's culture, FMG's brand, and still be able to highlight your brilliance and what you give away. How do you navigate that? First of all, I have to say that FMG is immensely supportive of that. I've been with companies before where I couldn't say anything on social media at all without their approval, or I'd have to create a, a different social media and have no connection to them whatsoever. FMG is not like that. They're incredibly supportive of what their employees do. And I want to give a little shout out. They are, you know, rated one of the top um, companies with DEI and women. So that that's, that's a big deal. Um, and how I've been able to, to mirror that is I kind of grew up, Matt, as well, like you don't give stuff away for free. 
that's a, that's a retail. Oh thing, right? yeah, like, totally. No, we don't do that. And what I've learned over the years, it's somewhat, well, not somewhat, I think it's very biblical also, but people, if we just want to help people, right? Like that's what gets them coming back. Gated content does not get people coming back at all. What gets people coming back is like, oh my gosh, you really truly care about me and you, you're listening to me, you're understanding me and you want to help for no strings attached. That's what works. So yeah, lead magnets work. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm a marketer. I still understand all of that. But I mean, if you just think about your own experience, like what gets you going back to a certain brand company uh, person? It, it's the one that the ones that are genuine, right? And I'll say this, when I started my career in finance, I was really afraid because I had heard what finance was about. But those, that particular firm and those people there took me under their wing and treated me so differently in a good way from the retail world. I was like, I mean, they took me under their arm. I remember sitting down at lunch one day and I'm listening to these two advisors talk. And I'm just, I felt like a ping pong ball in the middle. I'm like, what are all these acronyms? What, what's all of this? And one person at the firm, he still works there. And he's amazing. He said, don't worry, you'll get it. Let me know what questions you have. That would have never happened in retail. And right there, right then and there, I was like, this is incredible. And I, I can tell you that's probably, that was like the second or third day at my job. So I love this generosity um, gift that you've been given uh, by FMG. And and I think that our listeners, since a lot of the listeners that we have are, are RIAs, uh, you know, who are very successful financial services firms, or even if you're with a broker dealer, uh, you know what you're allowed to say and what you're not. So you still have the ability to be wildly generous with your content but you take generosity to the next level. So I just want everybody to kind of think here that we're talking about generosity, we're talking about humility, which I'm gonna talk about now, but then we're also gonna be talking about intimacy because those are the three major points of why Nikki is such a huge influencer on social media. So uh, generosity with your, I mean, you post very frequently, probably more frequently than other, but you're a writer, right? So you you, you like to do that. Let, let's talk about humility. Um, one of the things that I love about your posts is I read your post and I feel like one, you're talking to me. Uh, number two, that you're, you want my response. How do you do that? How do you engage your audience to the point where you're getting hundreds of comments on a post? I was just talking to Jessica, who is with the com your company, who is just phenomenal. I love her to pieces. I was just talking, she posted something about that today and I just, commented on that. Um, I'm sorry, Matt. I totally forgot the question because I got sidetracked. Oh, oh no, that's, that's, that's okay. Uh, so, cool. so bring you back. It, it's it's this idea of how do you, yeah, Jessica's very distracted. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, <laughs> how, how, how do you engage your audience with what you're writing to the point where people feel like right. they want to respond? Right. So Jessica and I were talking like, what, what would, you if you're if you're making content or you're writing whatever what would draw you in like that's how we have to think about it and i'll, I'll see a billboard out and it'll catch my eye right and i'm like oh they got me what did they do and i can apply that that way right so if 
if I'm creating content, what makes me stop the scroll? And I'm going to use that same concept because it's working on me. And I don't want to think that I'm the best marketer out there. There's thousands of people better, but if it's going to get me to stop the scroll, because I'm highly judgmental um, of, of content, then that's something that's working, right? So I'm going to apply that same concept. And then Jessica and I were talking like, when I'm, when we're creating content, is this something that we would really like, or is it just checking a box? Today's Wednesday, I posted content. Like it, that's, that's the big difference. Like, is, is this something that you would really enjoy? Actually, Matt, you said something a while ago and it's in my notes on my phone because I love to refer back to it. You said, no, it's really good. I don't want to pull my phone because I don't want to get distracted, but it said, Something of the fact, if you're posting every single day about Roth IRAs, why are people going to read it, right? And I get that advisors, there is a compliance issue. There, I don't want to say issue because I love compliance. They're actually keeping advisors safe. We need to stop like this fist fighting that's going on, right? Like I have immense respect for compliance. Um, the, the thing is like, you, you can still be authentic and true and real and not always talk about our, Roth RIAs. <laughs> now, you said something, though, and I, I have to pause you on this because when you're scrolling, something makes you stop. What is that? I mean, I think that's what our, our audience wants, that there, that can be the golden nugget of the show is what have you learned makes people pause and want to interact with a post? Uh, this is something that Samantha has been talking about a lot lately. And for those of you, I, I think we'll talk about it earlier, but Samantha is the chief marketing evangelist at FMG. And one of the things that she's really brought to my attention, I, I'll, I'll be doing these behaviors, right? But she's the one that's calling it out or other people. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. One thing that's really, we, we have these pendulum swifts, swifts, switches, shifts, pendulum shifts. There we go. I got the word. And you know, so what's what's working today probably will be different next year. But right now, what's working, right? Vibrant, like pops of color. We're, we kind of went to this muted, simplistic phase, which is fine. That's still working in certain areas. But what's really grabbing people right now is vibrant and pops of color. Does it pop off the screen? I've been uh, honing in on my 90s vibe a little bit and making, making images like that. Uh, and once again, you can still be super simple with your pops of color. Because clutter does just doesn't work. We have so many messages coming at us every single day. Like clutter just makes people want to keep scrolling because it's too busy. I read something about the way the human brain interacts. This just goes back to basic survival skills where we want to consume the less amount of energy so we can conserve that energy for like hunting. I don't know, whatever. But that's how, kind of how our, our brain is working. So that's going to stop the scroll. Other things that are going to stop the scroll is you have to think of social media. It's different than a blog. When I go to read a blog, a newspaper, a book, I mentally, subconsciously am positioning myself, okay, this is going to be longer content. I'm going to get into that zone. Social media is not like that. There needs to be white space. There needs to be bullet points. There needs to be something that catches your attention because we're going scrolling so fast. So what's going to stop that? White space works really well. Something catchy, right? And you have to like speak to that person. You don't need 
a pair an opening introduction paragraph into your content is not going to work. So it's it's got to be quick, immediate, concise, and super specific niche marketing or niche, whatever, whatever, whatever. With 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 that, something that I've noticed that you I love the white space. I think that right. So anybody who is listening to this, I mean, please don't stop listening, but that's, if you take anything away from this out of everything else we're going to talk about, putting white space in your text-based posts on LinkedIn specifically stops people in their tracks. Nikki, I can't tell you how many times I've done that because um, there's a lady named Tisha. Uh, she's a, a expert uh, podcaster in London. She runs the, the sleep podcast and she has hundreds of millions of people listen to her show. And that is like every time she does it, she'll have a, a, a question, which I've seen you do a bunch, a question, white space, and then the beginning of the answer. And I'm like, oh, I want to know the answer to that. We live in a world of questions and, and people don't understand that with SEO. And I'm not going to get into that today, but everybody asks the internet questions. If you keep that in mind, people do have questions and they go to LinkedIn to find answers to those questions. If you can pull that question, that's a game changer. What do you think? Yes. Now I will say too much white space is, is bad though. I've seen a lot of posts lately that it's like sentence, white space, sentence, white space. And it's just like, oh, that's, that's too much. And it, it causes me to my brain to hurt a little bit. Okay. Generosity we've covered. I want to talk a little bit about humility. One of the reasons why I think people engage with your posts so much and what we've actually found at Proudmouth that works really well for us and for our clients is showing that you know enough and that you want to know more. Um, every one of your posts has that level, that, that level of engagement. Um, do you have phrases that you found work better or how do you maintain your humility and still give everything away and then also create conversation i had a boss in 2017 who sat me down i had a really you won't believe this maybe you will i don't know i had a really bad attitude uh pre-17 and just went around with like a chip on my shoulder all the time there's reasons why but whatever and she sat me down and she said in a nicer way than what i'm going to say but basically it was if you don't fix your attitude this place isn't for you and then gave me a book to read mindset by carol dweck and from there it was like i wish they would have taught me this in school like in middle school um i don't know everything i'm never going to know everything and Matt, I was taught, raised, taught in school, and it just pounded in me in retail. You go at it alone. You don't seek help from anyone. And you plow through no matter what. That's not how life works. And what I've discovered um, post-2017 and on is we need people in our lives, even introverts, right? Like we all need people. We do not know everything at all. I could spend all year studying social media and still not know 90% of it. And that's what's really awesome about social media. When you weed out, I wanna just 
do a little caveat here. Two times a year, I weed out my social media of who I'm following, what's not working anymore, what's not fitting, what's not bringing me joy, and what's toxic. That's got to go. You are in control of your own social media feed. So with that, now my social media feeds are uplifting, encouraging people who are there to educate and help. That's what my feed is full of. And I want to do the same thing because they have helped me immensely. Um. Yeah, we, th this could digress very quickly into a mutual love fest, I, I am sure, uh, because I, I feel the same way about you. Uh, in fact, um, very recently, I wanted to gain much more control over my feed. It, the way that I've done that is is highlighting the people. So, Nikki, every time you post, I get notified. I literally have a notification on you so that I know every time you post. And I've got probably, I don't have that many maybe 10. You have seven. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, who else do you mind? Would you share some of the other people? Let me tell you, champion for women, both of you are. And I just, this could also, once again, digress to a whole other. So we'll, we'll leave that alone. Uh, Jessica, Samantha, right? And then, oh, shoot. One of them is Thomas Copelman. Um, he is incredible. And then there's uh, another advisor named Frank. And then I've got a couple other, like, I, I know they're on there. I just can't, can't remember, but yeah, there's, there's not a lot because I don't want thousands of messages from people that I'm not going to really genuinely care that they post. Like, I love everyone that posts, but th these people, I want to see what they have to say because <laughs> they're helping me whether they know it or not, but they're helping me immensely. So, so that, that would be something else that, that, you know, and I don't want to add too many things to our listeners list, but that's something else I really want people to consider is taking control of their feed or at least from a notification standpoint. So, um, yeah, I, I, I Tisha, uh, is one for me, Derek Pollard's another one, um, Dana Wilson, anything Dana posts, I want to know what's going on. Cause I just, I'm such a huge fan of her. Uh, Adri Miller Heckman is another one. She's just somebody I really, really respect, uh, you, Jessica, um, and there, there are a couple of other people, but yeah. And, and, uh, if, if you, if anybody wants to know who we're following, they can just DM either of us and we're more than welcome to share that. Okay. But I want to talk about the last thing in the time that we have left, which is intimacy. And this is something that I learned from you and I'm solely blaming you for this in such a positive way, because I, I went back to Jessica and I said, so for those of you who don't know, we're referring to Jessica Brown. She's our marketing person here. She does the majority of the writing for the company. She's really remarkable and unbelievable. She's also a great resource. You know, Jessica Brown, we can put her link uh, in, in uh, not only tag her in this uh, when we post this on social. Uh, but one of the things that I, and I went back to her and I said, Jessica, how in the hell is Nikki getting 300 comments? And she goes, look at what Nikki's doing. So I was like, I was like, I was just, just tell me the damn answer. She's like, no, you need to see this. And that's one of the, I love, she's just amazing, right? You respond thoughtfully to almost everybody who comments on your post. Not with, you know, war and peace, but with enough to show that you're listening, you care and you value their thing. And, and I want to identify that and label that as intimacy because we've found that you can't have intimacy when you're talking at your people. You have to show. So number one, how in the heck do you manage that? 
Number two, how long does it take? And number three, where did you learn that? Um, learned that through just, uh, I'm going to do it again, but Samantha Russell. I mean, she's just amazing, right? I uh, learned that through her. And then also, uh, I love to read when, when I can. And just learning about human human behavior, it fascinates me and it, and it interests me. And I, it got me thinking like, okay, so if someone comments on my post and says, cool post, what, what can I do with that? <laughs> right? So I, I personally, I can dig a little bit deeper and ask them questions like, what did you like? Was there something more I can offer? You know, get, get into that. But it's all about like those questions. Are they a yes, no question? Or do they go a little bit deeper? And that's super important. Will Gunn, he works at FMG also. Whenever you're on a call with him, he is, there's no distractions. And he's like this the whole time. And he's listening, right? I love getting on meetings with him because I know he is listening and he's not listening to interrupt. He's listening. And it's something that I've personally started taking on myself. I want to genuinely listen. And when we're giving these conversations, what is it like in the real world, right? Let's say we go get a cup of coffee. We bump into someone. Do we say, hey, hey, and then leave? Usually not. Usually there's a conversation and a dialogue. Use that same exact concept. It's the same. If anyone hears anything, it's the same exact concept offline. You're just bringing it online. It's the same darn thing. And that's where connections happen, right? That's where the relationships grow and continue. And you can learn. Yeah, the posts are great. Great. Wonderful. There is so much happening in those comment sections. It's incredible. I love being in there. Now, as for how much time I spend there, I love my job and I love to work. So that might be my issue right there, right? I don't work only eight hours a day, but that's, that's my choice. That's not FMG at all. They actually yell at me and like, get off, get off, go home, go, you know, do whatever. Um, I spend, if I were to say how much time I spend doing this, I, once again, I'm a marketer. I'm not a financial advisor. I don't, that's, they have a different schedule that they need to, to do. Me, myself, I probably do an hour a day. Advisors, I don't recommend that. You guys need to be managing money. <laughs> You're not marketers, right? Um, and, but I thoroughly enjoy it. But also while I'm on there, I'm learning too. Like It's not just fun and games and, oh, you know, share a funny meme. Like, this is my research. This is what I'm learning and growing. And also, another shout out to Thomas Kobelman. I've learned from advisors and been able to implement that here in, in the home with our money. So it's not just goofing around. Like there's actual learning that is that is happening online. And it doesn't need to be happen all day, every day. Like you need to have um, mental health. Like I was on Twitter a lot. I pulled back drastically. I actually have a timer set on my phone. After 10 minutes, shuts it down because I need to do other things. Well, so a couple of things that I just gleaned from that is, is number one, um, you need to set it, you need to set a discipline. And one of the things that we talk about, uh, and, and actually I used to coach on this and it's in my first book, uh, that you should have two 15 minute blocks a day as an advisor, 
uh, spending time on social. So that'd be 30 minutes in total. And I'm telling everybody right now, you have the time. You stop making excuses. But the other thing is the social aspect of this. That's the problem is, is are you going to walk by people on the street and start, you know, talking about how great you are? No, you want to engage in a conversation with somebody, warm that conversation up, and actually then you can hopefully talk about who you are. And then the last thing that I want to touch on that you just said there, uh, which is about Will, um, I don't think enough people, and if there was a life's goal that I could personally have the world understand, is to listen to listen, not listen to respond. And Oh my God, if we just shut up and stopped our brain and just focused on who was talking and really try hard to absorb, not just what they're saying, but how they're saying it and the intention behind it and the history behind it, all of those things, I think that the world would be a better place because right now everybody's just barking at each other. All right. Generosity, humility, intimacy you've talked about you know your discipline on on twitter you've talked about your discipline and how long it takes you on 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 linkedin uh you know to to respond to those things we talked about a white space we talked about making it engaging uh, making sure that you're showing that you're listening all of those things are absolutely fantastic and i know that you know this uh that i try hard to prepare for these shows uh but my favorite question to ask is what should i have asked you that i didn't I have been <laughs> so nervous about this. And my daughter told me, uh, this is so funny. She's like, mom, just, just be real. Don't worry about it. Like, and she's just so cool. One day I think she would love to be on your show. I'm not even joking. Selfish plug for my daughter because she, she thinks this is really awesome. Um, there's actually a million things that I would like to add there. But one thing I want to do is I get advisors ask me a lot. Why should I? As an advisor, post on LinkedIn or whatever social media channel they're on. Aren't there a thousand other advisors on there doing the same thing? They're my competition. No. <laughs> I just want to say, first of all, if you advisors hear anything, just say no. Like that is ridiculous. No, 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 no. Yes, they are technically, I guess we can say competition, whatever. I don't know. But not really. No, they're they're actually your supporters. One of some of the best, best. Wow. Some of the best posts out there, podcasts, webinars I've ever seen and been part of panels are when competing advisors are together. It is so interesting and amazing. And if you, I've spoken to a lot of advisors who are like, I got, I get referrals from my competitor down the street. So if you learn to work together and play nice, it's incredible. And here is studies. I want to just prove in my marketing marketing days when you have a coke machine and a pepsi machine next to each other sales actually increase for both by the way i'm a pepsi fan i do not drink coca-cola that does not go in our house same thing why do you think there's a walgreens and cvs always next to each other or a duncan and starbucks there is a reason it works they are not your competition they are there it helps it, it just helps get your name out and trust me there's like what, like 8 billion people in the world, right? Or is it 800 billion? I don't know. Studies just came out. 8, eight billion. 8 billion. 8 yeah. 800 would be a lot, right? There's plenty share of the wallet. So I would just like to say, no, you don't need to worry. 
that there's not enough to go around. And yes, you should be interacting with other financial advisors on social media. Man, you just hit on so many proud mouth, like messaging things that I just have to highlight there. N number one, um, you know, if, if you are truly yourself, you have zero competition because you are your own loud and you're unapologetically being yourself. And, and that, that is the, the best thing. The other thing that we've learned massively here, this was a huge switch that I think happened years ago, but it was really solidified at a conference called Jolt, which by the way, if you haven't registered for, it's probably sold out by the time this show comes out, but Jolt, um, all of these marketers are sitting in the room together. And for the first time we're looking around and saying, gosh, you know, maybe if we help each other we're all going to do better. And then advisors, it, it's now starting to permeate. I think that that philosophy, that, that abundance mindset, for lack of a better description, all of you have been doing so much. You've been killing each other over the scraps underneath the table and you don't realize there's a seat at the table, sit at the damn table, look around. It's great. It's great to be there. All right. So, so thank you for, for answering that question. Now, uh, what, uh, so I am sure that not only we're going to make sure that everybody, you know, hopefully follows you on social. Uh, so there's number one, but number two, uh, you do work for FMG and I cannot thank you enough uh, for spending so much time and giving us all of these great secrets about how to be more successful on social, uh, and making sure that you're uh, giving it all away, that you're being open, you're being transparent, you're being human, you're being humble and you're being very, very intimate with your posts. But if somebody wants to engage you, where, should they go and what can they engage you with? Yes, so I am on LinkedIn. That is where I spend 90% of my time. Twitter, you know, 10 minutes a day if I even hop on there. I do want to say I am on Instagram, but that is for my dogs and my photography. So those have nothing to do with marketing whatsoever. Um, but I do work for FMG and we have a phenomenal program that I am the product marketing manager for. You asked me earlier, so I kind of, not kind of, I make sure everything, all of our ducks are in a row, right? But there's a program out there, it's called Do It For Me. So once again, advisors are not marketers, right? They have clients to take care of. And thank you so much for all the hard work that you do for your clients. I see it. It's amazing. And sometimes you just say, I wish someone would do it for me. That's where we come in. We have an amazing program. It just launched, gosh, April, May, June. I don't know. It feels like two years ago, but I think it's only been six, six months. Um, it's called, it's called do it for me, Matt, I believe there's going to be a link in the show notes of how you can find out more information real short. Cause it's, it's an incredible product. We build a marketing calendar every month. We provide, um, custom content that is strongly written and influenced by Samantha and Susan within our company. We do custom, uh, images, which is a huge deal for me. And we give you tips, suggestions, marketing ideas. We give it all every single month in a nice bow into your email inbox, right? And you also have your very own marketing strategist. So if you want to find out more about that, there'll be a link in the show notes, or you can email me at nikki.clark at fmg.com. Or you can also, again, find me on LinkedIn. Nikki, thank you so much. Uh, it's it's a pleasure. It's an honor. I'm I'm so happy to have met you through social. Um, thank you for teaching me something literally every day on LinkedIn to be a better writer and more engaging person on social media. Uh, and thank you for emulating that to to be that kind of beacon that people can look at and say, I want to be more like her because I see that what you're doing at work. So I want to thank you very much for all of that. And one day we're going to meet in person. I know we will. 
Well, I hope so. That'd be really awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to warn you, I am a hugger. Uh, but anyway, so uh, everybody, here, here's the thing. Uh, please check out the Do It For, For Me program. Yeah, we're going to make sure that we have links in the show notes. Uh, this, I, I've actually uh, had a meeting with, uh, with Will uh, and, and a couple of other people on that team. Uh, they gave us a brief overview of what it is. It is really remarkable. If you, it's basically like, outsourcing an entire marketing department is basically what you're doing. And I mean, come on, it's FMG with, you know, Samantha, Susan, all of the people in Nikki who can really help you create unbelievable content. If you're not there, uh, if you're still kind of at the beginning stages of really what your social media presence should be like, please join the Academy, everybody. It's podrocketacademy.com. You can join for free, for free. Now, the next level up is our $99 a month level. Uh, you get eight hours of office hours a month, which means that you can meet with me and my team eight times a month and have our ear and we can review your stuff, help you with podcasting, help you with marketing. We can even look at your social media posts and give you ideas and examples and tips and tricks. We need to have more people taking advantage of this because we truly want to change the industry. Stop being the best kept secret in the area. Go from being nobody on your little street to an actual mainstream authority, which is really what we want to do for financial services professionals. So for Nikki and hopefully everybody at FMG and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Hallern, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the Pod Rocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.